Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you an amazing, inspiring woman who can help you with some important part of your life. These women leaders are role models for creating positive relationships, building successful careers, or helping you discover your own leadership talents to follow your passion and your purpose. Supporting other women has been my passion for my entire life, and one of my favorite ways to do this is to share the stories of smart, amazing women with you. As many of you know, I've been doing this for nearly 10 years. Uh, Then I chose 19 of the best experts from the interviews to co-author my new book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and your area bookstores. Now, if you know a woman who needs inspiration, guidance, and, and some kind of support in her life, this could change her life. Now, my amazing guest today is my youngest daughter, Reagan O'Reilly Thompson. And yes, I'm very proud of her, absolutely. She is a loving, compassionate, intuitive healer who works as a transformational life coach. She specializes in helping people find their ideal mate and women to have a beautiful, empowering pregnancy and childbirth. For the past several months, Reagan and I have been doing mother-daughter programs featuring her presentations on Awakening the Feminine. We'll hear more about her upcoming presentations and her work to help others heal by recognizing and unblocking energy that keeps them from recognizing their goddess, the goddess within. I'm very pleased to welcome my daughter, Reagan O'Reilly Thompson, to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Good morning, sweet daughter. Well, this is really special for me, uh, Reagan. Um, I don't think I, 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 I'm trying to think if I ever interviewed, had a conversation with any of you on the radio. I don't think so, but so this is really pretty special. So, uh, so welcome, welcome this morning. Thank you, Mom. <laughs> Did you get everybody <laughs> off to school? Yes, everybody is off to school. I've, I've, Tristan was my son. He's two. He definitely was not having it, but he's in the car and he is driving to school and. <laughs> And they are all in the school, um, driving to school with Daddy. All right, very good. Well, thank yep. you for. I know that I know that's uh, truly, uh, truly a lot of energy, and and, and thank God for uh, having a good partner like Alex. It's, it's always about a partnership. I think the important thing that people like to hear and need to. I mean, the the story. And we've talked about this together. The story that we tell about ourselves, the things that you know that we tell other people who we are, that story, how we became who we are, is so very, very important. So, you know, you're a transformational coach, you're a spiritual coach, you're you're helping so many people unblock energy to create their very best lives. But how did Reagan get to be the Reagan I'm talking today about? How did that happen? Well, let's see. That's a good story. Beautiful story, um, an empowering story, I would say, now that I've been sharing it so often with so many people and finding that it's really inspiring them um, through the, the testimonials and comments and things I'm receiving and, and results they're getting from it. I do feel like it's important to share one story, especially if it's the story of kind of survival to uh, surviving to thriving. And and I think it's important for people to realize that through those stories that people tell and those type of stories that they too can also move from survival into thriving in their life. And for me, in this lifetime, 
um, I definitely was, I was born very light and bright and all those great things. And throughout my life, um, and, and however far back people beliefs go, many lifetimes I've done a lot of work on myself and have come into various lifetimes where I was doing healing work with women, I think, and men across the board, across the planet, um, helping them empower themselves to remember the truth of who they are. And also in some of that, those experiences, I was very challenged with, you know, um, the pushback I received from the community or from people who didn't understand that. And I think in very, and a lot of um, those experiences, I was viewed as being kind of like a witch, <laughs> pretty much. And now I'm here, I'm in this day and age where there's a lot of receptivity to transformational healing work and the understanding that the wave of the future is that we are to d- discover our true self and to become empowered and to do what we're meant to be doing on the planet as part of our soul's expression. So in this lifetime, I came into this lifetime pretty bright and light, and then I was dealing with some old stuff just within me that I also had not healed and cleared before I came into this lifetime and combine that with being in a reality where I pick up a lot of, you know, people pick up a lot of stuff. They pick up um, energy that's actually unserving to them from um, what they find out with their parents, what they see with their friends, what they find out um, that feels un- challenging within loves and losses and relationships that have maybe gone south and it really didn't end well. We have all kinds of things that happen. I've had car accidents. I've had an eating disorder in this lifetime that I ended up having to heal, getting to heal myself um, for, it lasted for 20 years. And in that time period, I definitely forgot who I was for a while. And I went from looking like I was probably going to be a professional tennis player, traveling around the, around the United States and um, playing the USTA circuit, um, getting ranked number 22 in the United States and junior. And then going into acting and looking like maybe I'm an actress and I'm meant to be producing and acting and working in Los Angeles and doing a lot, you know, becoming a producer of of plays and and my first um, feature production and having a couple stars in it and all these things that I thought that I was. And I I do believe is all very important to bring me to where I'm at. And at the same point, I could feel the whole time that I was doing that, I was, what I was really doing was I was searching. I was searching for what and who I was. And I was also, I got lost and then I was searching and searching and, and that acting portion of my life was really about the searching portion. And I, I was fortunate to really find some very, uh, like a very spiritual based um, acting theater in LA, which is really rare to find and really loving critique based environment. And I, I did begin to heal and I did start to wake up. And then I ended up with um, healing my eating disorder through that experience and ended up at Agape Spiritual Center down in L.A., which is a beautiful, large, very um, large community of like-minded, conscious individuals um, and started doing workshops and uh, classes and seminars. And I found my first very clear and present mentor that was a, also a transformational teacher, a spiritual counselor, and just started to do a very deep dive into myself and to heal those old wounds from the past deep into the past, and uh, quite a big experience with her. I started with her. I was with her for almost seven years. And as I did my work, she told me that I was a te- she was a teacher of teachers. 
and that I would, and I looked at her like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't see myself as this type of teacher. I mean, I, I've, I've co- I was at that point, I'd already coached tennis. I'd, I'd actually um, helped teach preschool. I'd helped teach acting to children, but I had not yet taught spiritual teachings and and become a, a healer or, or anything like that. And so as I healed myself, that is when I discovered my healing gifts. I actually learned, it's like almost like I look at it as like a light bulb. As if there's dust all over it, it doesn't shine very brightly. And as I did my healing work, the, the dust was removed. And as the dust was removed, it's like every layer of that dust, more and more of my true self came forward. And I could, I could see and feel more of myself. I started to find access to joy, true joy, not happiness, like true inner joy. I started to access peace, like feeling really peaceful and on a consistent basis. And then I learned that I was an intuitive, an intuitive capability, and that was that's a very, very um, wonderful gift to have. If you're going to work with clients, and um, so I finally, you know, I, I did um, discover that this intuitive capability was something that I had very strongly. And then, you know, after years of healing myself, I, I did realize I was a teacher, and I felt very comfortable in that seat. And since then, for the last few years, I have been doing. I've been teaching groups and workshops and I have clients. I do couples counseling, individual counseling. I do visioning sessions, purification ceremonies, rites of passage ceremonies, um, uh, goddess gatherings, um, just really loving it and enjoying it. And all that work definitely gives me energy. It really recharges my spirit. And I think when you know you found who you are and kind of that, that your purpose, your soul's purpose, it's when you know it's work that gives you energy rather than decreases your energy. Well, I, I definitely have seen you go through an amazing transformation. You, you talk about transformational, uh, transformational process for others, but I've watched you go for, through a, a huge transformation. And, and, I, and I absolutely agree with you. When people are on the right path and they're doing the things that they're truly meant to be and do, uh, they truly do find that that joy, that happiness, and I mean, there is no time because again, everything is so joyful. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I, you, know you, you said something that I think is really important for a lot of people to to maybe understand about themselves is that you know the Dalai Lama says that uh, we should wake up, and I and I think that many people, and I know in my own life there's been times that I, I, I think I've definitely been asleep. I've just been going through the motions as to life, you know, get up in the morning, eat the breakfast, do the job, you know, have the friends, do whatever, do the activities, but, but doing them almost methodically but not in a conscious way. I'm not asking for anything particular other than how many people do you think really do spend their lives pretty much asleep? Well, that's a great question. Um, in regards to that question, there is a lot. There's a lot, and statistically, there you know there has been some statistics done on this, uh, as far as a study based on you know the level of where we're at consciously on the planet. You know, where's our level of those who are truly awake and are not sleeping at the wheel, are aware of their thoughts, are aware of their feelings, are aware of their actions. They are aware of themselves, and that, and that, and you can see the difference. If someone is aware of themselves, and they're aware of who they are and what they're doing and how they're feeling, they're going to have a great relationship with themselves, and they're not going to be projecting and blaming and shaming others. They're going to be taking responsibility for themselves, and that's been a huge contagion on the planet that has been 
going on for a long time. Um, there was a fall that happened on this planet many thousands of years ago, and we've been raising, we've been rising up from that fall. And you know, it's like like many civilizations have fallen, we fell, and this this civilization is now waking up. And so the percentage, I would say, prior to let's say even the last ten years, was probably around. Uh, it's high, 95, 90, 95% of people asleep, you know, which means some people are just kind of kind of coasting, settling in life in some way, right? Things are kind of okay and that's fine. And the, the, those who are waking up are finding that it's not okay to settle. And they're ready to have the life and the relationship to their greatest dreams. And they want to have a great life. And they they don't want to live in that roller coaster of life where they have highs and lows and and so there is this what's called um, a consciousness is expanding, and there are a lot more people waking up. I, I see them as like little popcorns on the planet. It's like they're just popping, popping, and there's so much more res- little res- there's resources now that are more available, and there's there's other wonderful transformational spiritual coaches on the planet, and I, I know a couple right now that are coming to my mind that are phenomenal teachers. And they truly are skilled at helping you to discover yourself and to let go of any of that on any of that unresolved old pain because that's the pain that holds you back. Because yeah. you know it's yeah. like you walk through the day and all of a sudden you just feel this energy come over you. You know you go from I'm peaceful to I feel really triggered. I feel really activated. I feel sad about something. I don't even know where this comes from. And then maybe I have this crazy thought about someone or I project judgment or I feel I'm thinking this belief right now that just is so unserving, you know. And so that's the stuff that we need to rewire. And when we rewire that, that's what creates people to wake up. Yeah, but, you know, I I mean, you know, of course, I've, I've also worked with people for years and basically now just consider myself an educator teacher at this point in my in my life but I, I think that that permission and that deserving piece is something that especially with women that if, am I deserving uh, you know uh, there's many people that do not give themselves permission to truly be their greatest self or to give mm-hmm. or or believe that they're deserving to have their their greatest self and I think that's um something that that of course is i think the most important thing is to to you know women especially need to stop and say you know wait a minute you came into this world with these amazing gifts i mean as you said you came into this world with a bright light uh, i mean i saw you smile after you were born and the point is we do come into this world with a bright light why does it have to to be extinguished or why do we let it be extinguished because i think that's the the thing is that we're constantly looking for things outside of ourselves to make us happy. You know, if I, mm-hmm. if I get this, it'll make me happy. If I do that, it'll make me happy. Or if this person's in my life, it'll make me happy. So I, I think that's, uh, you know, kind of our society in some ways that we're, we're told day in and day out that here's certain things that are going to make us happy, you know. And, and if mm-hmm. we don't have these things, I think that's when we start to go to sleep is that we're saying, wait a minute, I don't have these things. My chances of really living fully and being happy are pretty pretty, pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like I said before, there, we're, we're dealing with also what's been going on, which is this contagion of, you know, the collective, I call it the collective unconscious. Yeah. And we are very influenced by the collective unconscious. And that's the media, that's TV, that's movies, that's, friends, that's family members, that's 
that's whatever you come into in, in this lifetime, you know, yeah. whatever your influences are. And, you know, for you to break free of that, which is what, which consciousness really is, is you breaking free of it and becoming a sovereign being, you know, free of all that, right? You're not really, it's kind of like you're, um, if anyone's ever seen The Matrix, like stuck in this matrix, this energetic matrix where you're, you're so influenced yeah. by whatever everybody else is doing, right? What, right what you right. should be doing, what you have to be doing, what you what you need to be doing rather than what you choose to be doing, what you want to be doing, what, what you prefer to be doing. It's, it's like, oh, I'm not going to fit in. They're not going to like me. You know, it's this whole, um, this whole dynamic. And it's, it's just, it really is just, um, just really crap. Because yeah. it, but it really, really yeah. ends up as, yeah. as you feel but, a part of some sort of whole that may not even be who you are. Yeah. yeah. And you end up going to a whole lifetime realizing you're not your authentic self. You yeah. try to be like them. You, you try to fit in. You, and in the meanwhile, you might be a completely different person. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, get I, your, think, I, yeah, I get what yeah, you're I saying think. about preserving peace. I think that's becoming more and more important to many of us is that showing up as you truly are, showing up as your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that's – I would like one day out of the year to be authentic self, you know, kind of like we have different celebrations, but I would like to have one day that we truly show up as our authentic self. I think that would be, that would be <laughs> a, great, a great day. Yeah, but, yeah but, a great you know, holiday. I, I love what you and I are doing, and I, I think that's the other part, is when you truly find out who your authentic self is and who you truly are meant to be in this lifetime, is that then it goes even deeper than that as far as wanting to make the world and changing the world for the good. And, and uh, again, that uh, that collective consciousness of people that are truly awake and that truly do uh, value the, the world and the earth and really want to care for it, that is, mm-hmm. I think there's a wonderful group of people that are that are growing, and, and we we know many of those people. But but I think um, you know it, there, it is happening. I think the time is now, and I think some many things have happened historically in, in in just our current current history that suggests that the time is now, and that we do truly need um, a planet and a world full of of highly conscious, highly motivated individuals who truly do care about themselves, but they care about other people as well. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm kind of excited about this. And, and of course, yeah. leading with the feminine and awakening with the feminine is such an important piece as far as women connect for good. And, and uh, I've gotten completely, I mean, we women, I truly believe, <laughs> and this is just my, just me talking, but I truly believed if we had more enlightened, uh, more uh, more goddesses, as you call them, and I mm-hmm. call them, in the world, that we would have no problems. We would have literally no problems. There would be, there would not be starvation. There would not be poverty. There would not be illness. This would be a pretty pretty swell place to live. You know, this would be an amazing place to live. But, you know, I, I talk about that and you talk about that. And, you know, people, light, their eyes light up, but I think there's still there's still a part of people who go, I don't think I really deserve that. I don't think I really know about that yet. So mm-hmm. so what, what, are, what do you think the greatest thing that we can say to people right now? What is the thing that we can, I know hope is a great thing. Hope is the most important thing of all, but what can we say to people right now that could really open their eyes and, and wake them up? Number one, what I, what I know to be true is that there's just, in general, a very large lack of 
the education around what you just shared. And it's growing and it's changing. And as far as even the, the, the definition of a goddess, right? And they're like, what's a goddess? That sounds really, you know, how could I be a goddess? That's, what is that? And the truth is, it's just, it's a woman that's embodying her divine true self. And, and that's what it really is. And, you know, there's God in a body and there's a goddess in a body. It's just a woman versus a man. And, and, and a goddess is your goddess-like self. And it's, we all have God within us. And, and for us to step into that goddess self is for us to step into um, our divinity. And, and to know that there is a lot of this going on in the planet right now. I mean, um, for instance, the goddess gatherings I've been doing and the workshops we've been doing, um, these all are available. And our work that we're doing together, Mother, um, you know, we're doing some fantastic work here in Santa Barbara, and then there's, there's other groups around the planet that are in development. So I, what I think is, hope, one is wonderful is that if a woman or a man is interested in doing this type of work, they certainly can pretty much get on the computer right now and Google this, you know, goddess workshop or um, transformational healing work, and there will be something in their community that's available. You know, you might have to weed out the one that you like better than the other, but the truth is there's a lot more available now than ever. So I think that that to me is what creates hope. And also to understand that to truly wake up, just like I discovered, it's really important to ask for help. Yeah, it's really absolutely. important. You know, when I was struggling and suffering and I hadn't asked for help, it really just kind of got worse, honestly. Until I really asked for help, things weren't getting better. It, it kind of looked like it. Some days, like I told you, I kind of had these highs and lows. I'd actually feel really happy one day. And then I'd just be like, oh, I feel so down today. And I was just, I was just done. I was just done with the roller coaster. I, I called it the roller coaster of life. And I just, I just wanted to get off. I just wanted to get into I knew there was something called peace, and I wanted access to it. But the truth is, it's the peace and the joy and the love and the compassion and the gratitude and the faith and the abundance, all of that, it's, it's, it's inside our bodies. It's not, it's not something you have to try to go find. But the only way you can access those energies is by clearing away that dust I was speaking of, which is the fears, which is the doubts, which is the worries, is, is the insecurities, it is this lack issue, this worth issue, which is the, I don't deserve this, I don't know if I can have that. That's a worth issue. Yeah. And that's, there's, there's worth issues on the planet right now. There's abandonment issues. There's safety issues. I had a safety issue. I had an abandonment issue. I had, a worth, I had all the issues under the sun, and I no longer have them, but because I rolled my sleeves up, and I changed it. Yeah. So for someone who wants to change it, there are resources available on this planet. So yeah. it's just a matter of them saying, you know, I'm done. Just like me. I want to get help. I'm going to ask for help. And now okay. they have your, you, they have me, they have us for, to ask, you know, questions, for resources, come to our workshops, come to our classes, get a plane flight, come out here. It's, it's whatever is necessary. And, and I think it's important because I believe that's why we're here. We're here to learn and grow. And yeah. there's an expression I think is always important that I share, which is when our soul, when you transition after this lifetime, which means wherever you go, and again, however people's beliefs, wherever your beliefs extend, my belief, just because I do work with past lives, is that we do go on. We are eternal beings. And that if that's true, what do we take with us when we transition? And the only thing that we take with us when we transition that I've learned is, and Buddha said this as well, and many other spiritual teachers, 
we take our our learning and our growth, and that is it. We do not take our money. We do not take our cars. We do not take our friends. We don't take our family. We take the learning and the growth. So I got really inspired when I learned that, and I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna learn this stuff. I'm gonna learn my lessons. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is um, I'm truly Women Connect for Good, and what we're doing together as a mother daughter and and, and this relationships building and. Everything that you're doing, uh, we're partnering, and um, I'm I'm absolutely thrilled with what we're doing, and I look forward to more and more. And Thank like you. I said, I love I love what you've said to me many times. You, you said people don't have to suffer, mother. People can be happy. They don't have to suffer. They don't have to be miserable. They can live joyfully. They can live wonderful lives. And I think that's the key: is that people really need to understand that. Is that you know, this yeah. destiny is not here to suffer and to be miserable. Your destiny and your 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 karma is to come into this life and fully uh, that higher self, that higher purpose is for you to to actually actualize and, and find that true self. So, well, right. where can they learn? Where can they and find you, though, Reagan? I, I know we're, you're on our website. You're, there's information as well about what we're doing, but. So they can go to Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, but where where do they go to find more about you and what you're doing? I would say go to my website if you like. Um, it's www.joyticity.com. So it's joy, J-O-Y-T-I, and then city. So joyticity, J-O-Y-T-I-C-I-T-Y. Joyticity is the um, was created under the, the guys that I know that because of doing this work, I became more and more authentic, which led me to finding true access to inner joy. So it's joy and authenticity it combined. And that is my company. And you can find me just by just kind of looking over things on my website. Most importantly, I think, is to just I'm completely open to phone calls um, for any questions. We have a lot coming up. We've got a lot of um, we've got a seminar coming up um, soon. In January, a relationship seminar all about how to kind of create the relationship within yourself of your dreams and therefore create the relationships of your dreams and the life of your greatest dreams. That's coming up in January. And then I know you and I are going to be meeting tomorrow and um, doing our work together. And so I think really most importantly, just to have women um, call me, I guess my phone number would be a great thing to offer, which is um, 805-453-7200. Eight one, and um, and then there's the phone call or the website. I think is the best way, and then I can offer any kind of answers to questions or offer any of the workshops, classes. Um, I do do phone sessions as well, counseling on the phone. Do really effective phone work, and um, I do that for couples and um, individuals on the phone. You're 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 bringing a bright light into the world, Reagan. Every every day, <laughs> there's, the, the world's a little brighter because of uh, because of you. So. I love you, and I'm so proud of you, and so excited about us working together, and, and the, the many, many things that we're going to do to make this plant planet wake up and be more loving and caring. So, I love you, you. as well, Mom. I will see you very, very soon, and I'm congratulate you on all the great things you're doing, and and many, many blessings, my dear. Well, you as well, Mom, you're a bright, brilliant light, and I'm so proud of you, and thank you for all your support and care. I'm having a really wonderful time working with you. All right. Well, hug and, hug and kiss all those babies for me and that, and that great husband of yours, and I'll see you, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Sounds right, good. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.